Podcast Fresh. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Podcast Fresh Cafe with me and Chris. It's been a while. What's up? <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, episode number 53. Uh, man, it's been, what, like a month and a half or something? I don't know. I don't think it's been that long, has it? Oh, man, it's been a while. It's been right. a while. Uh, we're not going to bore you guys. Long story short, just a lot of stuff's happening behind the scenes, and <laughs> we haven't had time to get together. That's uh, that's the end of that. Oh, I did the last cafe by myself. I, I remember what happened now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the Coolio episode. But when did that come out? That came out a while ago. No, it was maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. When did Coolio die? Um, Not more than a month ago. I could check. Right. Nah, now. that's boring. Who cares? But it's anyway. <laughs> October yeah, we're 9th. back. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. Even before that. October 2nd. It's almost been a month. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh. Yeah, man, how you been? <laughs> it's been a while. I don't ever got to do this. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, man. Just chilling. Just chilling. What are you doing? Just chilling. I got home from work literally like an hour ago. Yeah. A little bit rocked, but I'm here. Um, good, good, good. What are you been up to, though, besides work? Besides work. Uh, not much except work, but we did go to AEW um, Yeah. not too long ago. That was a cool experience, man. I, You know, we've been to WWE before. That was cool. Uh, we've been a couple times, but for the first AEW show, that was pretty, pretty well, went pretty well. I really liked everything I saw. I liked the way the show was run. I don't know. What did you think? I'm, I'm actually more excited to hear your opinion because you've been to, I think you've probably been to more wrestling shows in general than I have. I thought it was fun. Um, you know, there was like the, the pre-tapes before the show went on the air. Yeah. Uh, they taped, uh, what was it? Dark Elevation or whatever. So they had like a bunch of matches and it was fine. Um, and they taped those matches for about an hour, which I was fine with. Like, I think if it, if it had gone more than an hour, I would have started to get a little bit tired, even though there's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. Um, so when I heard, because you went to go watch Rampage the next night. <laughs> so when I heard the next night that those fucking dark matches went on for like an hour and 45, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I think at some point I would have reached my limit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I'm not bashing it because I wasn't there. Like, that's legit what I heard. It was a criticism of just too many dark matches. And at some point, it's like you want to see some kind of story progression, right? So it's kind of an indictment on that uh, show anyway. But, uh, you know, yeah, overall, uh, it was pretty good, you know. Definitely one of the more boisterous crowds I've ever sat with. Like, everybody was trying to, like, uh, everybody was cheering different things. and yeah. But but the only bad part about that is it spawns like tons of people trying to get over with like something that they yell and there were a lot of misfires and like really like you're chanting that and mm. it's just it's fun watching the ones that uh, spectacularly fail <laughs> the ones that just don't catch on yeah yeah, uh, yeah I I'm not gonna say I'm what I'm about to say I'm not saying because I went without you but Rampage was a better experience for me. Yeah, not because of the dark matches, because yeah, those went on for way too damn long. But right. um, I got moved from because so at the rampage show, I was actually sitting where the stage was, like right beside right. The, the the Titantron, 
And then yeah. we got asked to move right in front of the ring. Not right in front of the ring, but like a, like five rows where the, from, from the ring. And it was during a Ricky Starks match. And then yeah. we thought we'd have to go because we went as seat fillers for people to know the context. And then we got asked to move a little bit more behind the ring, but where, where it started to like incline. Yeah, and I saw all of Rampage. So if you watch the Toronto Rampage, you could see me almost in every match. You kind of have to look for me, but I'm there. Like uh, it was actually kind of pretty cool. And like the Moxley entrance, you could see me pretty well. Like I was, I had a really good time just because of that. <laughs> That's very narcissistic, but okay. Yeah, it is. Um, I was just, I was just sad I didn't get to see Dalton Castle. I love Dalton Castle. I think he's, he's awesome. Yeah, and. Uh, I think he's the next big big thing. Like he could really, I think, come come into anywhere and make a big splash. But I think he's tied up in uh, Ring of Honor right now. Yeah, I I heard of him, never seen him. So when I did see him, I, he kind of won me over right away. I was like, okay, <laughs> this guy's got something yeah. special. He's been on Dynamite before, I, I think, um, but it might have been when you tuned out. But he did he did wrestle a match with the uh, the Goon Squad. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Um, but yes, that was pretty cool. Was that the same show? Was that the same rampage where um, uh, Perfect Ten cut a promo at the end saying that like his mom passed away? Yeah, but that was really sad. Yeah, yeah, I shed a tear for that. That was uh, that was a real was that was a real moment. Like you could tell that was like legit. Yeah, you know? I was hoping he'd go, he'd go heel right after that, but that's kind of like the WWE, the WWE and you. You know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna turn you heel in your hometown, and you're gonna talk about how your mom died. Jesus, dude! Christ. In W in WCW, there was this wrestler called uh, Buff Bagwell, and he legit was a heel, and he got his neck broken, like in legit in a match. Oh shit! And they did this whole like him coming back and cut the bullshit, and this time it's about Buff and. They did interviews with him or he was like getting emotional and vowing that this time was going to be different um, and stuff like that. And he came back and he, this fucking guy was like ready. Like they, they, he was ready to have like the rocket put on him. Ooh. And the first night back, they turned him back heel. And that's kind of the end of Buff Bagwell. Like he never really reached that same ceiling again. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like. Dolph Ziggler after they took the first world title away from him, it's like, well, you know, he's never getting it back kind of thing. Oh yeah. That guy um, he's yeah. he's in like a limbo to me. Like he's in this <laughs> position where yeah. it's like you cannot get any higher or any lower than where you are. Yeah. Ever. But you know, yeah, AEW was a good experience. I just you know, I always said, you know, my dream card would have been to do a huge Toronto show at the Air Canada Center. And my dream match would have been uh Kenny Omega is AEW World Champion defending a, against a babyface Chris Jericho as he goes for his second uh, AEW World Title. I think that you could have done like a good story there. And uh, but yeah, it's just I think I part of the reason I think there's I think you know AEW is in a bit of a funk for a bunch of different reasons, but I think part of it is you're missing a lot of stars like like CM Punk and Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and everybody that was in that brawl, right? Yeah, just feels like there's some stars missing. Um, and Hangman, uh, not Hangman Page, but yeah, and Adam Cole's not there because he's out with the concussion. So yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot of missing pieces. Um, and I think Tony Khan cursed it because I think he said something like, you know, this is close as to this is close to a full roster we're gonna have after the pay per view. And at that pay per view, of course, there was the uh, the brawl with CM Punk and after all that shit. Yeah, I don't think we have to worry about CM Punk much longer. 
from all these rumors I've been hearing. But anyways, uh, yeah, AEW is fun. And I'm sure that what you described, like that dream match, I think, honestly, that's probably very possible in the future when they come back. I'm sure of it. Right. All right, Chris. Let's uh, lead us into the plugs, into the mailbag. Yeah, right. Podcast Fresh 2020 at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram at uh, Podcast Fresh. And I think that's it. What else we got? That's it. You can join us on Facebook or um, uh, YouTube at uh, Podcast Fresh as well. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, mailbag number one. Nintendo Pictures just launched its website. What Nintendo games would you like to see be turned into a movie slash TV show? Scott from Vancouver. Yeah, so weirdly enough, Nintendo launched this random website. Uh, this is a, this is an old older mailbag, but I wanted to talk about it. Um, they launched this weird website, basically pointing to the direction that they're going to start producing films or shows or anything, really. It's like a, it's a studio now. Um, so this is a cool question. Um, right off the bat, I'd love to see a Metroid movie. I think out of all the Nintendo franch- franchises, I think Metroid would be the best suited for like a... You know, I know, I know it's like based off the series, but like an alien kind of movie, um, mm-hmm. some kind of horror, like thriller kind of movie. Like, I think that would be pretty awesome. And then when there is action, you could really deliver action because at that point you could turn it into like a Marvel movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I think that, that that's that, that series has like a ton of possibilities to be turned into some kind of media other than video games. Right. I think that's the best one. I think the end goal for Nintendo like if Nintendo had a bunch of movies and TV shows and, and programs like that, right? Um, I think they could launch their very own like streaming service. streaming service. Yeah, you know, where you could, but they don't have enough, and there's a lot of garbage, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, no, that's cool. I, I can definitely see uh, any of those things being turned into into a, into a franchise. Really, yeah, the Metroid one would be fun, especially as like a, like you said, like a sci-fi kind of gimmick. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think Nintendo recently has just started realizing their their own worth, <laughs> like with what they have IP wise. Like this Mario movie is kind of the, the beginning of this, and uh, so I, like it doesn't really surprise me now that they're going kind of all in with movies and shows and animes. Like they're gonna, I think they're gonna really in the next ten years we'll see some interesting things for sure. All right, I saw that the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial are getting turned into a series. I'm excited to check it out. Jay from Buffalo. Yeah, I heard about this. Uh, Chris, what are your thoughts on this trial be, being turned into a TV show? <laughs> I'm, I don't have any problems with that. It's probably not something that I'm going to check out. But um, So what is it? Is it a documentary? or is it? Uh, are they dramatizing it? Yeah, they're going to dramatize it for Tubi. Yeah, uh, they got two actors, Megan Davis and Mark Hapka. Um, Who are those people? Who? So, Mark Hapka is from Days of Our Lives, and Megan Davis appears in episodes of American Horror Story and Two Broke Girls. So I don't. Know. So two B actors. So two B actors. Um, I've seen the trailer for this. They do look the part. Like it looks actually pretty, pretty on point. Um, mm. But look, I followed the trial very closely for a long time, and I have no interest in doing that again. <laughs> so uh, I'm probably not going to check this out. But I, I don't know. I think just if you're asking me how what I think of, you know, people turning a very serious thing into, uh, you know, basically something to turn out some big bucks. You know, it's it's that's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's that's what people do. Um, I'm not going to check it out personally, but. This doesn't surprise. It surprised me a little because this is a very recent event. 
Yeah, it's very quick. Like it's fast. It's very quick. Yeah. That's the only yeah. thing where I'm like, okay, I, I, maybe in a, in a couple of years, I would have been completely numb to this. But just the fact that it's already happening, it's like, whoa, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm already pretty numb to it. It feels like it happened 10 years ago, but it, it was just this year, right? Yeah. Um, no, in terms of them personally, I don't care. You know, they're both actors. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're both probably going to get residuals out of this because I don't think you can do it without their permission. Or maybe you can. I don't know what the legalities are of it. Um but yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah. I don't even think it's over because apparently she's going to appeal. So there's that coming. Yeah, she can't appeal though. She has to pay the, uh, she has to pay the settlement amount first before she oh, can before appeal. before she appeals? And she doesn't have that money. Like she'd have to go bankrupt or something oh, like that. I guess that's I not know. happening then. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jay. Uh, number three, what did you guys think about Chris Pratt's Mario voice in the new Mario Brothers movie trailer? It might take some getting used to, but I think it'll be fine. Paul from Nova Scotia. Uh, I did a whole game flow on this. I think, I honestly think it's just too soon to judge. The guy said like 10 words. Um, it, it doesn't, you know, so family members, like my aunt saw this, my mom saw this, you know, my wife saw this. They're all very surprised that he doesn't sound like Mario, like he doesn't sound like an Italian guy. And I think I... I, I'm, I'm taken aback by that. I think I'm numb to this because I grew up with that Mario cartoon where he already sounds like a plumber from Brooklyn. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. to me, this is just another version of that. But I guess if you're not aware of that stuff, like this is pretty jarring. So I, I kind of get it. But yeah, what do you think, Chris? We never really talked about uh, the movie. I'm not that familiar with Chris Pratt's voice. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody says that's Chris Pratt, I'm like, yeah, that does sound like Chris Pratt. Um, but to me, his voice is not as iconic as some people like, that's Chris Pratt. It's like, really? Yeah. Like, if that was Ryan Gosling, would you be able to tell us Ryan Gosling? Like, Chris Pratt, to me, doesn't have that kind of uh, uh, iconic voice. It'd be like, that. like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. So to me, it doesn't bug me because, like, I don't hear Chris Pratt. I, I don't hear him. Right. Um, so to me, it's like, okay, I was just like a different voice. Whereas some voices I do pick out, right? I, I'm like, okay, that's obviously whatever John Leguizamo or, or Robin Williams right I can yeah. hear that voice but I can't hear Chris Pratt um, as far as the voice goes I think it's just fine this goes back to what I was, I've been saying this entire time is that everybody's cool with change until one day they're going to come and change something that you know you grew up with or that you were familiar with right, right. not you but just people in general right yeah, yeah. and um, like one day somebody's going to go and remake Scarface right like really remake it. I'm not talking about these B movies. That's like a spiritual successor. Yeah. I mean, like an actual Scarface. Someone's gonna come and do it. They're gonna get some hot new chick to come in and do the Michelle Pfeiffer thing and hot actor. You know, like you're talking about not... that specific Al Pacino yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like someone's gonna come in and remake your baby at some point. Right. It's just how it goes. So, the thing with the thing with the Mario thing is is that uh, that one dude has become so fami- so you know familiar with, with that voice, right? That guy that does it. What is he? A Japanese dude? No, he's a white dude. He's a Char- okay, Charles. Well, the- Ma- uh, oh, that's right. Charles that's right. Martin he looks May. like. Yeah, yeah. He's like 60, 60 He's in his sixties now, right? Older dude. Yeah, older dude. Yeah, I mean, it would have been fine, but like the whole thing is like like you nailed it, right? Like he's only said 10, 15 words, and. Uh, even in the video games, you know, you this Mario is not somebody that's out there cutting like a 30 minute promo. <laughs> like usually they keep his lines like really short. Right. And so I think I think it'd be jarring for, you know, just fucking guy to just yeah. talk like that the entire movie. You'd fucking go crazy. Right. So going back to my original point, they're changing it. They're going with Chris Pratt. 
I, I, could they tweak the audio a little bit? Sure they can, but I don't think they're going to do the whole, he's going to sound like his balls are being squeezed together in, in a vice, you know what I mean? I don't think they're going to go with that. And I think uh, I think they're just going to go with Chris Pratt's voice. It's fine, you know, and I think part of that too is Chris Pratt's got a lot of people that like criticize him on online. I don't know if you know this, because he's just like an openly like very religious person and he's always like you know, God first and family first yeah. and things like that. So some people find them a little too preachy. So anytime he says something, you know, he he um, he, he gets attacked for stuff like that while other people put him over. But that's just kind of like, that's kind of how it is on uh, on social media now, you know, like 50% love, 50% hate, and everybody's yelling at each other. Um, so I don't have a problem with his voice. I'm curious. I think the movie's going to, it's going to, it should be a good movie. Like it looks really, really good. It looks interesting. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, definitely. Chris Pratt, like back to like you saying you don't you don't get Chris uh, Chris Pratt when you listen to that. It would be the same if you put Ryan Gosling, like you mentioned, or like some actor like that. I can't tell the difference. I, I would not know. It, it's not like a, a voice. It's not like a, a a memorable voice. And Chris Pratt, from what I heard, the only reason he got this role, like one of the 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 fueling fires for this is because he did the voice in the Lego movie, so they saw that and they were they were probably like okay well he's really mainstream he's in Marvel movies he's in Lego movies let's put him as Mario and then he went and that's how you know he got it it's but like I I said this on the game flow I personally don't know who I would cast myself so I can't really judge here like I just gotta kind of go with it <laughs> I don't have a better yeah. replacement right and you nailed it on the head it's Chris Pratt. Like, did you see all, like, the fan videos coming out after, like, this guy's going viral because he can do the voice. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, but nobody knows who the fuck he is. He's Joe mm-hmm. Blow living in his little apartment in Queens. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Chris Pratt is a brand name. Trust me, if they could have gotten Tom Hanks to do the fucking voice of Mario, they would have got Tom Hanks, you know? Yeah. Like, the name goes a far away. And I've seen and I've seen some of these uh, fan videos until I realized there's, like, hundreds of them, like, Okay, now everybody's trying to do the voice. It's like I'm sure there's gonna be someone, and it's it, they put it right over the the trailer, and it sounds great. But you don't have a fucking name. No one knows who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a reason why. It doesn't matter if you're a better MC or host than Chris Rock. There's a reason why Chris Rock is hosting the Oscars, for example, and not Joe Blow, who's doing improv down at the lounge, even though he might be fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? And is that it's Hollywood, baby. It's showbiz. And so uh, Chris Pratt is a brand name. I would fuck. Yeah, I'd have like Chris Pratt in Super Mario Brothers. You know what I mean? Like that's it's it's a brand name. That's what you go with. You go with the big names. Nobody knows who the fuck these other guys are. Exactly. All right, Paul from Nova Scotia, you bastard. (laughs) We mean no disrespect. (laughs) I do. All right. Next. Sony. Wants to remake Horizon Zero Dawn. This is super annoying and a little confusing as I just beat the game, and it's only a few years old. Will you guys be buying this game when it comes out, and what should the price point be? Turbo Man 24. Spoiler alert, it's probably going to be full pop. I don't know that, but it probably will be. They have no reason. I've said this before. 
These developers don't wake up and be like, you know what the fans would really like? They're working. They work for a company. And if your company says today we're selling cheeseburgers, then you're selling cheeseburgers. If tomorrow you go to work, Ryan, and your boss says we're not doing condos anymore, we're just going to do bungalows. Well, guess what? You might not like bungalows, but guess what? The company that does bungalows, you know, so it's kind of like these people show up to work and they're told to make Horizon Zero Dawn again and they got to do it again. (laughs) Um, I'm not... I don't have I don't even have a 4K TV. So for me to like be enjoying like these updated graphics or whatever, I gotta like invest in a better TV. And also like I won't be able to notice the differences that much. I think I think the original Horizon Zero Dawn looks fine. And um, yeah, I think this is just another we're just we're just seeing the IPs just get refreshed and uh, and and you know, because they're safe bets and they're easy to they're easier to do. But I mean, I don't know. What are the sales like for uh, Last of Us remake? Well, I don't know what the sales are, but I know the reviews were really good. And I don't know if that's because, I mean, obviously, one of the factors is the original game was already really, really good. So, okay, fine. But I also think that maybe people just, I don't know, is it really that good? Like, does it have that much of a damn following that it deserves the nines and the tens like i still struggle here's the thing i never played the original or at least the completion i i don't know exactly how i feel about the original so i can't even judge how i feel about um you know the remake i just from what i see yeah it looks better but like are we judging graphics are we judging uh improvements to the to the actual game like i don't think it's that at all so who the hell knows at this point? I honestly I feel know, like man. it's whoever reviews these games are it's their bias plays into it. They, ha- they have well, to. they all are. Yeah, they some have of them to, are right? paid off and stuff. You know, and that too. So <laughs> I, I don't mm. know. But what was your question? You asked me how much did it sell? Yeah, like did it sell well? Let's see. I think as long as it sells well, that we're going to well, keep seeing more <laughs> of this, right? It sold ten million. So okay, there you go. So this, so these games are selling. Um... As long as they keep selling, they're gonna keep remaking them. That's you know, yeah. they're gonna keep remaking them. Like which which is the one that I said I thought they would remake? I said one recently, Uncharted. I said they're gonna go back and start making the Uncharted from the beginning, like Uncharted, yeah. Uncharted two, three, four, the Golden Compass, the other one that you know, whatever the fuck you know. So they're just remaking all them games, um, and it's gonna it's it's. I've said this a million times. If you had, if you had to let me borrow, uh, I don't know, a million dollars to make a video game, would you give me a million to like remake Mafia, or would you give me a million to re- to do this brand new IP where it stars like a little blue guy and he's friends with all these red guys? And I give you the money to redo be like, Mafia because that's a yeah, sure thing, <laughs> for sure, right? Yeah. And I think that's what's happening a lot. Uh, I don't know. I still want to go and play the original Horizon Zero Dawn. Plus, I think like you're also creating like. I could be wrong, but I feel like you're creating customer confusion a little bit. You have this Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, right? And aren't they doing a, a 3D game for like the next VR? They're doing a VR game, yeah. Right. And yeah. now this thing, it's like it's, I don't know. It's it's, And it's so confusing because this has also been a very confusing, to me, it's turning out to be a very confusing uh, era of video gaming this generation. It seems to bleed into the computer side and then also now they want to now we're beginning to see that hard line between like okay we're leaving the ps4 behind but now it'll just be ps5 and over yeah and then we see like with gotham Knights stuff like that coming out and it's like Mm -hmm. that could easily have been just a playstation 4 game and nobody would have said shit yeah 
And then you have the flip side where um, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 comes out, and that's a game that's on the PS4, 5, this, that. It was available on nine different fucking platforms. Meanwhile, most of them are broken except the one on PC, which... Was the least broken. You spent all the console advertising money but showing off the computer version, which is yeah. fucking fagazi. So... I'm sorry, and now I, you're, we haven't talked about this, but like now, Cyberpunk seems to have turned babyface. Like they, they the, the patch yeah. finally came out, and now all of a sudden, it's now good. it's all now it's, <laughs> it's like the flip, right? Like in, in wrestling too. Like we've, we've kind of seen like WWE go babyface now. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> AEW's kind of gone heel, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. What do you think about? That? I know we're all over the place, but fuck it, this is our show. What do you think about? That in general, like wait, what are you asking me exactly? Like, it's just, just like in uh, general, like hasn't it been a kind of a confusing generation of games, gaming so far? Yeah, it definitely has. This is the most uh, frustrating generation for me because I think up till now everything was pretty straightforward. But let's address yeah. something that we haven't said yet. The Last of Us one, I honestly believe a big factor why it was made was because they were doing a TV show. People are going to watch that TV show and be like, oh, man, this was a game. Fuck, that's dope. So then they go get this game. There's another, right. you know, much more, however million sales this thing's going to make in the future. Horizon is also getting a show. I think they're doing it for the same damn reason, honestly. Like, Last of Us was ridiculous already. Like, its premise to be remade was already a stupid idea. Not a stupid idea. Obviously, it sold well. <laughs> but it's... It's an idea right. that you hear and you're like, really? That's where you're going to focus? <laughs> well, robotizing. That's really. I'm going to move this over here so I'm not looking at <laughs> the whole time, but go ahead. Uh, what the hell was I saying? It's, it's like you hear that news that they're going to remake The Last of Us and you're thinking like that's where you're going to, you know, spend your resources and your manpower and your time for the next year or two is remaking this when you could be making a new entry or a new thing in general. And that's. That's the consensus usually uh, when I hear about something being remade that I don't think should be remade. When I heard the uh, Zero, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's getting remade, I'm like, wow, this makes The Last of Us look like a good idea. Because this game came out like in 2017. A and it's like I recently played it last year and I thought it looked phenomenal. Why do they need to touch this? It was this? only last year where you tipped your toes in Horizon? It was either last year or the beginning of this year, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, it feels like forever ago. It does, yeah. Uh, but it's like, you know, they're do they're like Sony is also, you know, they're in the, the movie stuff and and shit like that. So it's like there's so much at work here that I think that if you really think about it, you'll come to the understanding that like there's TV shows and a lot of money held up in these series, not just in the games. That's why it's like, let's remake The Last of Us. Let's have uh, Neil Druckmann direct an episode in the Last of Us show. That's gonna be cool. It's a cool tie into the games. Oh my god! Like it's all yeah. a plan. You know what I mean? And this is no different. For me, it's a little scary. In that, don't you feel like we're entering this weird generation where we're gonna see Sony taking on Nintendo, like on the big screen movies, on the little screen with TV series. I, it's almost like they're having a race to like who can start their first streaming service or like video <laughs> exclusive content service. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it. It is not that inconceivable that maybe not a streaming service, but all of a sudden, Xbox Game Pass expands to having a movies tier. You know where you can watch movies. It's like a mini Netflix. Maybe it's not a huge selection. Maybe there's like I don't know, 
15 movies and maybe and i'm sure they'll have like because it's microsoft they have access to a ton of shit yeah, right yeah. and then you'll see like the sony side of it uh and sony you can pretty much i mean it doesn't all run center synergy uh, the synergy is not 100 but you can get like a sony pictures to put other movies that are like non-video game based on a streaming service right yeah uh, so i think we're just entering this really strange era the bad part is what what scares me and i'm curious what you think about this don't you feel like from now on before they even think about creating some gorgeous new unique ip they're gonna run it through these filters like can this be made into a movie can this be made into a tv series can you know what i mean like how much money can we get out of this son of a bitch yeah is this a one and done well we don't want one and done single player games because we can only make x amount of money what we want is an open world multiplayer experience with loot boxes <laughs> i want those boxes in the game you know, microtransactions it's only a dollar kid <laughs> uh, but no it's just it's it's becoming i don't know man like you, you know you I know, don't know it's always been business it's always been corporations yeah. running the show but it feels more than ever like the, it's getting a little heavy handed even when God of War came out they had like the six or seven different like gimmick packages that you can buy and it's like and then in the gold platinum package and then you know you get Kratos's fucking I don't know whatever the fuck you know what I mean pinky ring or whatever <laughs> you know it's like you get these limited edition little gimmicks pinky ring. and that's when you and that's why <laughs> it's a penis ring <laughs> But then it's like, wait a minute. But then it's like, okay, I get it. Like, you got to make money. And I'm all for, like, the collectors. But, dude, now you even the collectors are complaining. I recently saw, like, <laughs> uh, people have started turning heel on the on one up. Like, for saying that, like, they, they're starting to cheap out now on, like, the build of these arcade machines. Uh, even, like, even the hardcore people that review it, like, they review the buttons. And they're like, let me show you an example of uh, one up that I got three years ago. And, like, they show you and, like feel this one they feel how it clicks like there's some these hardcore nutcases right but yeah. but like i watch it because it's interesting yeah and just like everything else in life like the quality seems to be going down 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 with everything and the price keeps going up 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 you know it's uh this is gonna sound stupid but i know what i mean the industry's lost its magic to me <laughs> <laughs> it's i miss when it was just about video games and now it's not now it's yeah. like it was always about money. Don't get me wrong, but at least mm -hmm. to the consumer, we thought it was also about video games. And now it's not. Now it's about like how long will you play this game, and like can we keep stringing you along and make you give us money along the way? And yeah, you know, and like then when when it's had its run, can we bring you back with like a familiar uh with this ip but in a different way with like a tv show or a movie and then after that can we bring you back into the game with a new dlc like it's like dude fuck i i love yeah. the reason why i have favorite games of all time is because they they started and they ended and they made me feel a certain way i'm never gonna have that with these modern games because they don't fucking end <laughs> you know they're never right. gonna make me feel a certain way gta yeah. online is the closest thing i have to saying I've I've really like dedicated a good chunk of my damn life at this point into a game, right? And that is one because it's Grand Theft Auto. I'm 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 loyal to that series. I've played every entry. That's one of my favorite series of all times. But even I can tell you, 
that I don't want to ever see that game anymore in my damn life. I don't want, like, I hope I wake up and GTA Online is, like, gone because it's, like... Jesus. Yeah, because it's, like, dude, I always, I have these these thoughts where I'm, like, maybe I'll check in and see what's going on. Like, no, it's not a fucking job. It's not, like, it's not something I should be checking in on. It should be, it's something I should just go to, enjoy it for what it is because I know what I'm getting and that's it. Not to go yeah. in and live a virtual life. Dude, I got my own life. I got my own shit to worry about. I don't need to like, I don't know. It, it makes you numb to everything. I think it's actually bad for you, really, if you think about it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's and it's all part of that train. It's all part of that plan, and it's fucked up. And, and but it is what it is. And and it's not just video games. It's it's everything. You know what I mean? All these streaming services and stuff. Like they make you feel bad. Not you know. Obviously, there's people that don't care, but sometimes they make you feel bad for like disconnecting it. Like, you turned off Netflix for a good while. Like, I think you still have it off, right? I still don't have it back. But it's like... It's been great. Yeah, exactly. I missed every show, but it's been fine. Because you let go, so you're okay with that. But there are some people that are like, okay, I'll disconnect it. But then something comes out, and it's like, oh, man, I got to get it back. And they're on and off, on and off for a while. And they keep paying these crazy amounts of money without even realizing it. That's crazy Mm -hmm. to me, you know what I mean? So... I don't know. Anyways, obviously this all boils down to money. Anything we talk about on these podcasts is all about money. But there has to be some kind of like mirage with it where it's like, you know, yes, I'm spending money, but I'm getting a really good thing here. I don't even feel that anymore. Unless it's like I'm not I'm not even being a fanboy or biased. Nintendo constantly delivers that still to me. Like I could buy a Nintendo game and know that I'm gonna get something out of it. You know what I mean? But when I jump into like some kind of some kind of new IP from Sony or Microsoft or whatever, and I'm just like, all right, cool, I'm new here. For example, really quick, I'm playing Metal Gear Five, right? Metal Gear Five, its online stuff is gone because it's old, and I don't think it was ever that popular. But just the fact that it keeps popping up in my damn face every day, like when I mm-hmm. start the game, it's like, dude, <laughs> it's over. Even when it doesn't work, they want me to look at it. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, fuck, dude, like it, it's getting ridiculous. But unfortunately, Chris. We're not going to stop here. This is just going to get worse, and we're going to keep talking about this stuff for, for a while, and it is what it is, you know? I think at some point there is going to be a divide. Like, even the most hardcore of fan, maybe not the most hardcore, but, like, the ones that keep up and grab all the brand-name AAA games, even at some point if you just keep remaking the same thing over and over and over again, even with better graphics and everything, I think there is going to be a limit to, like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to become like, well, these Sony games are like three, four years old. Eh, I might as well not play them. They're just going to release the remaster or the remake in, in a year or two anyway, right? I'm already thinking that, yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, so you might miss out on, uh, I don't know, some game, whatever. And you, you got the fear of missing out. But then it's like, nah, it's okay. In like three, four years, they're going to remake it. Oh, you didn't play Cyberpunk? Well, it's okay because in three, four years, it's gonna, they're going to remake it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So even like The Witcher. Right. You know, which is a little older. It's like, Witcher's what, 10 years old maybe? Yeah, yeah. They're remaking it, right? They're they're, they're remaking it. <laughs> and again, that's 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 a very... Um, that came out while I was disconnected from Netflix. I think Witcher is like a very successful um, Netflix show. Yeah. Like from what I've been told, it's good. Um like it's good. Like it's a, among the video game stuff, it's good. Mm-hmm. Although it does it does um 
it's kind of have a half breed, really, because it's a book series, right? So it's kind of like, so it's not like a true video, right? Game it's not thing. based on. I mean, it is based on <laughs> a video is, game, but it's, but it's not, not yeah, like yeah. it's based on the books, right? That happen to have a really good video game, right? Um, but uh, yeah, but but same thing, right? They're just trying to create these universes and try to get you sucked in. This is why I purposely try to avoid the online gaming stuff because I get addicted to it. Most I. Uh, to take a phrase from you, uh, most I dabble in is uh, like the Call of Duties and stuff like that, just like Team Deathmatch or whatever, right? But I can spend like, I can waste an entire night getting all red-eyed playing those games. Yeah. But then the next day I'll have a craving. I'm like, oh man, I really, and I don't have the time anymore. And I'd be like, fuck, I should have played like that game because I wanted to see where that story was Instead going. Instead of These wasting. A to B story, right? Instead of just replaying. I mean, there's fun in both. There is, yeah. Right? But sometimes you, you're you like, it's kind of like um, just watching a movie that you've seen a million times. Yes, yes. <laughs> instead of like watching something new or... I could have seen something you know, Maybe new. I should take out that movie Chris recommended, whatever the fuck, right? <clears throat> yeah. But anyway, yeah. I don't know. I think they're going to keep remaking these universes. They're going to get bigger and bigger. Um, we see Assassin's Creed is trying to do this with the whole, all the game universe under yeah. one umbrella. Street Fighter Six is doing this weird meta <laughs> in the game, not in the game thing. So I don't know, man. I think we're FIFA's even toyed around with the idea of just what we were talking about. Just make one fucking game and then just release like the updates every year for X amount of money or charge somebody a subscription fee so that, you know, you throw in little bonuses yeah. like, I don't know, jerseys and shit. I honestly think sports games, though, are the only genre that I would be OK with that because it just kind of makes sense. It's never going to change. It is. Oh, what I'm it not is. against it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's fine. But once you like yeah. throw in some fantasy elements, it's like, OK, well, now you're being lazy because you can give me new fantasy elements. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> yeah. um, it is what it is. Personally, I'll end it off with this. I think up until the GameCube PS2 Xbox original Xbox era, uh, they were like these companies weren't afraid to make new things and try new things and all that. But once we hit PS3, Xbox 360, Wii, Wii U, that genre, that era started transitioning into this online bullshit, and now yeah. we're just completely in this online bullshit. Like, don't get me wrong, obviously there's still single player games that come out, but for the most part, it's like even these single player games have so many of these online elements like weaved into it that it's like it's it's unescapable it just is what it is <laughs> you're gonna run into yeah. it you know and also i think like when it comes to movies video games uh pro wrestling sports everything we are witnessing all of these in the era of its highest and that's social media mm -hmm. right you can't that's drop right. a trailer without you can even drop a trailer that's a unanimously liked. Yeah. And you can still go into the comments and, and you will see like just people ripping it up. People complaining about every little thing. You know what I mean? Just complaining about everything. Games that aren't finished. Leaks that have come out. Uh, rumors about stuff. And sometimes it's right and sometimes it's wrong. But for these new IPs, I understand why they might be a little shy. It's also because... The internet's just waiting at any minute just to bury it, you know? Because that's what it likes to do. It just buries everything. Oh, this is a God of War clone. Oh, this is a Returnal clone. We're all negative. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, this looks like a ripoff of uh, Metroid Prime. This you looks know? like ass. Oh, it's trying, trying so hard to be Final Fantasy. Yeah. It's like, you know what, dude? 
if you're my favorite rapper and then I start rapping and have a style similar to yours, it's not because I'm copying you. It's because there's inspiration. You know what I yeah, mean? There's sometimes influence. these days people today are like, you know, let me show you these two screen grabs. Look familiar? It's like, yeah, motherfucker, he legit actually said that he was inspired by that picture. That's why he drew that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so a lot of times I get it. It's not as easy as just popping out an IP. It's like you go to a house party and everybody's dressed a certain way, but you're the only one that's dressed differently. And it's like, what if yeah. I go in there and like nobody accepts, accepts me? That's what it's like. And you see, like, that's why I believe, like, you know, you hear like about people in the gaming industry having like so many uh um, like mental health issues and things like that. And I'm sure a lot of that is because of the work, for sure, for sure, for sure. But, and not not to save uh, some of these corporations, but just to put it out there as a devil's advocate, it's also because they're releasing these games and they're working in the eyes of social media where you have these fucking bumblebees that are just ready to either put you over or bury you or, you know what I mean? Like imagine every time you finished a day of work, Ryan, you got to go home and there's thousands of people just criticizing everything. <laughs> oh, did you guys notice uh, Ryan disappeared for uh, an hour there between 9 and 10? Where'd he go? He probably wasn't doing anything. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. look at that building. That building looks like shit. <laughs> look, my friend went into that building and took some pictures from the inside. They don't even have the fucking walls up. Yeah. You know, like, probably no, cut I this part it. out. But, like, no, I but it. it's kind of like, oh, it's like, it's not done, motherfucker. It's like, come back in six months. Just wait. Wait, people mm -hmm. lack patience. The internet makes people think they could do anything. You know? <laughs> movies, movies start to get buried before they even come out. This looks like you know? shit. And sometimes, and sometimes it's 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 awesome because like it's well deserved. You know, right? What I mean? There is a double edged sword. When they tried to make these fucking heavy handed, we are the world. <laughs> these fucking movies where they want to include everybody. Fuck off. Um, oh, shit. But yeah, no, it's 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 you know you you see a lot of that, a lot of that. Do you know right now? We are all over the place, but this is our cafe, and we haven't had one in a while. There you go. Black Adam is actually getting put over because The Rock, in not so many words, but he he kind of said, like, this movie is not, wasn't going to be part of that woke bullshit. He kind of said that, like, like this right. movie is like, and he wanted Henry Cavill to be in there and be Superman, and, and I think DC wanted, like, a black Superman, and Rock, who is black, he was like, no, fam, that's not going to fly, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're not going to do the movie. He's been pushing this movie. I saw a picture of like The Rock holding like the script or something. And he's like, not young Rock, but he's like early like Hollywood Rock. Like when he lost weight and thought he'd right. get more roles that way. Like skinny <laughs> Rock, right? <laughs> he tried to be like Family Man the Rock. Pe the Pebble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I hate it. I kind of resented Rock a little bit during that time because he lost all that weight. And then I think like he sold out. He, he got invited to like uh, I think they inducted him into the Hall of Fame, and or the or he inducted somebody, but he's not the WWE Hall of Fame. It's that famous clip, and he's just like skinny Rock, like doing a speech up there, and it's like that wasn't a good look, dude. Yeah, like, no. You you were built to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. What the fuck are you doing? But uh, <laughs> you know he tried to do like the Vin Diesel, like when Vin Diesel stopped making Fast and the Furious because he thought he was gonna go him and like. Yeah, expand his horizons or whatever the fuck. It's like, dude, just stick to what you're good just at. Just keep dude, talking just, about family. Keep driving them cars <laughs> yeah. and talking like this, you know. It's family. But uh, yeah, Toretto. Wait, no, he is Toretto. Hey, he Why is would he be screaming his own name? Because <laughs> he's fucking self obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's why he fucking lives his life a quarter of a mile at a time, you prick. <laughs> you can't think that far ahead, damn it. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. You know what I'd be down for, though? I want to see some crazy director come. I've said this before. And just do Fast and the Furious 2. I want to see a direct sequel to that first movie. Oh. With the limitations of like, because in the first one, there's nothing, there's no, cra- there's no rocket ships or any crazy bullshit. <laughs> no. The craziest thing you're going to see is the actual race and maybe the car going under the truck. That was nuts, right? But that was like. Maybe the car flipping over. That at was the, the end, finish. Right? That's what they did. for That was the big finish at the end there, right? And it should have ended. The car flipping now, over, right? Yeah, yeah, and you put over the rock, not the rock, you put over like Diesel <laughs> and Spielner at the end, you set up to like the WrestleMania match. I would love to see a direct sequel. I would love to see a direct sequel to that one. Maybe, maybe you call it like Fast and the Furious 1.5. You could somehow <laughs> stick it in. I feel like it's Fast and the Furious and then the sequel is Tokyo Drift. Like that's how I've always seen it. And not too fast, too furious. Because too fast, like we've gone on, we've, we've talked about this before, but too fast, too furious. Yeah, people furious. are like, all these fucking guys are going to talk about fast <laughs> but and too furious. Too fast, well, too you. furious is such a bad one. Like it's just so weird and corny. And First fucking- of all, it should have been called too fast or too furious, sir. <laughs> Can we agree on that bullshit for one moment? You made that title worse somehow. Uh, <laughs> but like, it's I think because like, I almost fucked it up when I said Furious Shirt. Furious Shirt. No, but like, it's like, like the biggest thing that I noticed as an adult watching it again, it's like Brian all of a sudden is like, yeah, bro. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, it's like that good, it's like that good kid. You ever, you ever see those high school groups where it's like, you see like a group of the boys and you know they're the boys, you know, the ones that smoke cigarettes oh, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like the one newbie and you can tell he's a newbie in the group and they're like, oh, no, they got him. Just like they're going to convert him to like one of theirs. You know what he I mean? was such a good boy. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. But that, yeah, but that first Fast and the Furious movie was fun. I would do a sequel to that one. Just kind of keep it within that realm, you know? I'd love to. I'd love see to. see what happens to. I, I want a new, an alternate universe where Too Fast, Too Furious doesn't exist. And it's a real, right. it's a real sequel, you know? <laughs> Jesus, like t- like yeah. too fast, too furious was like a reimagining side story. <laughs> like it's like what? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh man. Anyways, all right, we've gone long enough on this topic. Basically, money. All right, thank you guys for writing into the mailbag. Uh, write us in again at podcastfresh2020 at gmail dot com. We'll read your stuff next week. See you next week. All right, let's talk uh, movies. Just one little thing that came out that I think looked pretty cool. Creed 3 got a trailer. And uh, so this movie, I think, it was actually supposed to come out next month, but it got moved to March 3rd of next year. And they finally dropped a trailer. And, you know, this was the one movie that I really didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what direction they were going in. The only thing I I knew going in was uh, Sylvester Stallone isn't going to be in it as Rocky, although he's still credited as a producer. But it's like... They're kind of doing a Rocky Five story, but it looks like it's actually going to be done way better. Where it's like, because like he's gonna like you know that one of Creed's old friends resurfaces out of jail, and now he wants to box too, or he did box with him back in the day, and now he's gonna go to his gym and use his stuff and kind of be under him. And then at the end, they're gonna fight. So it's kind of like when Rocky took under or uh, took Tommy Gunn under his wing, and then they fought at the end because of whatever. So it's a cool take on it. I'm actually excited for this because they could actually make that story good because <laughs> that movie was the worst in the series. Um, but overall, man, I'm, I was kind of not dreading it, but I was like, man, how, what more can they do with this? But I'm actually down. They actually kind of convinced me that this could work and it's a nice little story. But I will say this. I don't see this series continuing after this. I feel like this could be the last 
movie, at least in the Creed franchise. Um, but yeah, I think it looks good just based off what the trailer is. It looks like it's going to be, it's got that rocky tone still, like that really, you know, emotional, impactful, you know, just makes you want to run a mile after it's done kind of thing that they go for. And, uh, you know, as a Rocky diehard, I'm, I'm excited for this. So, yeah. What do you think? I want to rewatch the movies, man. I think I've been saying that for a while. And uh, I always watch the first one. And I'm like, okay, that's the first one. And then I never go back. <laughs> so it's so funny. Uh, but I got to... Uh, and I haven't seen any of the Rocky Balboa or the Creeds. So I got to get on those as well. Oh, man. This looks good. And uh, Michael B. Jordan brings it, you know. Um, especially if you watch... Uh, if, if the folks at home have watched any of like the when they're actually in the ring boxing like he takes a lot of those punches for real oh yeah um so yeah no it should be fun i'm, I'm uh, looking forward to it so uh, one, uh, real quick what makes you think it's the last one i just don't see what else they could possibly do with the story okay fair enough you know like, enough. i know you could yeah. say that about anything mm-hmm and they might do a fourth one where it's like his daughter or something. <laughs> like, but I respect boxing. you saying that because but whatever. Yeah. I respect you saying that because you're a fan of the series, and but you're not delusional. Like no, like you I know think when it it's like okay, this. it's time to wrap this. Like, I, I would have been fine with like Creed two being the last one, to be honest. Right, with you, because it was already kind of rehashing an idea that was done. Yeah, and this also is kind of rehashing an idea. But I'm. I think it's ballsy that they're rehashing an idea that kind of put a, a, a bad taste in people's mouths with this franchise. Right. So it's like, okay, you know what? Rectify that. I'll give you the chance to rectify that. And then you could kind of rest, you know? Um, yeah. But, you know, I think, uh, it, it should be good. I, I like it. And the, the, what I like about these movies is that, uh, is that they're just fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're just stupid fun. Just uh, turn off your brain and enjoy. And if it doesn't, these nutcases on YouTube doesn't match the time. Who gives a fuck? We're just having fun here. It doesn't matter if this can't happen because it doesn't match the timeline or something that Rocky said in the fifth movie contradicts something that happened later. It doesn't matter. It's all like within, you know. Yeah. The one thing that I hate about the franchise, though, is that they, there's very, like, very few, like, truly happy ending moments. You know what I mean? There's almost <laughs> always, like... Okay, on to this next thing, or you know what I mean, or all oh, this killed I, off a main character, whatever. That. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I sad. Get I get that. So twenty four was like that. That TV show, Jack Power, <laughs> once for twenty three fucking episodes, basically saved the United. <laughs> this guy's laughing. Basically saved the United States from like World War Three against China. <laughs> this one man, Metal Gear motherfucker, like just stopped everything, like. To the point where it was like, Jack, you realize if something happens to you, like, we know nothing of you. We never yeah. heard you. We never that kind of thing, right? So it's fucking heavy. Yeah. And he he okays it with the with the president. You you got it. Wow. And uh, he wishes him luck and everything like that. Go saves the fucking country, prevents it from war. They they're at the docks uh, last episode of one of the seasons three or four, I think. And uh, there, you know, it's it's that happy scene from every end of a cop movie you ever seen in the 90s where the ambulance is there and they're sitting there, right? They're, they got the blanket on and they're just, it's all lighthearted. The, all the bad guy's been killed already <laughs> and the, the the two male and female leads are like, they're drinking a hot chocolate and they're like, oh, what are you going to do later? Can I, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. just wrapping it all. Like, God, I missed the 90s. Those were the best <laughs> finishes for movies because it made you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Made you feel good. Um, so anyway, Jack Barr saves the fucking world. 
And a police officer calls him and says, hey, Jack, he goes, you got a phone call uh, just in the hallway here. Somebody wants to say uh, congratulations. He goes, and when he picks up the phone, somebody grabs him from behind and, like, kidnaps him. Come on. And that's how you end the season. That's how you, that's that's the finish there. (laughs) It's like, shit. So Rocky's kind of like that. It's like, well... Uh, anyway, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but they kill off a lot of major characters. You know what's funny, though? Like, you never saw Rocky Balboa, and that is easily the most depressing one ever. No, but I know about the major uh, uh, kills in that movie. I don't think anyone dies there. <laughs> but it's just no? it's just got a depressing tone overall. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly think that with the Rocky stuff, devastating things happen in every movie. Yeah. And then it ends kind of okay, but then the next yeah. movie starts where it ends, so it's like, oh, it's not over. It's like this yeah. shit keeps going. Bro, and the other thing is like he always wins like the big match and you're like, Oh my god, this motherfucker made it. He like next movie is gonna be balling like a mansion with like tigers and shit. Yeah. And yeah. you go to the next movie and he's like bagging groceries, like working part time. like, what the fuck is what going happened? on? Here? <laughs> I mean, I get it. Listen, man, like you're a prize fighter back in those days. Yeah. You weren't looking at, you know, Money Mayweather style contracts or these Conor McGregor's uh, making, you know, 25, 30 million just in the sponsorship for the fight. Yeah. Um, so I get it. But it's like <laughs> Rocky's never balling. He's just like paycheck to paycheck his entire I'll, life. I'll give you uh, the best example of what we're talking about. In Rocky 3. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sorry. Rocky 4. Right. Ap- Apollo dies early on. He's training all movie for this match with Ivan Drago. He he kills, not kills, he beats Ivan Drago after everyone said he was crazy for even attempting it, right? He wins. He does this speech where the U.S. and Russia can unify and, and, and get along with oh each other. Oh, my God, other. that fucking speech. Like, everything was so hype. And then Rocky Five starts. He's in the shower, like, trembling. He's got pain everywhere. It's like, dude, I didn't need to know that this fight fucked him up for life. It could have ended where he was just good. And that speech I, was awesome, you know? I know. Oh, but that's life, though, isn't it? Like, exactly, yeah. When Even when I was, I was shocked when... Uh, when I found out, when I really like started getting into like like the behind the scenes of the pro wrestling stuff, like that, to find out that oh, like yeah. during some of the, my favorite matches, watching as a kid, like some of these wrestlers in these matches were like having like huge drug problems and marriage problems and alcohol problems backstage, you know, and uh, it and steroid issues mm-hmm. and depression and stuff like that, and it just really changes it. Like, fuck, these people, they pay a toll. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, and I know we're just comparing it to like fictional characters in the Rocky movies, but a lot of that is based on real life. And um, even just like the part about chasing glory, you know, like missing that pop from the crowd, missing performing in front of a crowd, you know, like it sometimes keeps people in these sports longer than they should. And when it's a sport like boxing or mixed martial arts, you see some of these guys go out there, some of these heroes of yours. And I don't want to see my heroes out there, 45 years old, getting knocked the fuck out. Like that's not fun. You know what I mean? So at some point they got to call it. You think about a guy like uh, Muhammad Ali who fought three, four more times than he should have uh, just get, just taking so much punishment in some of those later fights. And so really sad but you don't think of muhammad ali for those fights you think about him for his amazing work and all the rest of his fights right, yeah. but if you look at if you go on uh, youtube uh, muhammad ali's two or three last fights he takes incredible punishment 
And so, of course, then him later uh, getting Parkinson's, some people, you know, I'll, I'll bait with a little bit of maybe some uh, tinfoil hats, but they were like, I wonder how much of that Parkinson's could have been avoided. Maybe, maybe right. if right. he didn't take all that extra damage that he took. Um, because Muhammad Ali's best thing was his speed, his reaction, and not being able to get hit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, but yeah, no, Rocky Five starting off with him in the shower. <laughs> I want to see a, I want to see a Rocky where like maybe they bring in Hulk Hogan again, but it's not oh, Hogan God. that's going to box. It's his son. Wait. And his son wants to fight, uh, I don't know, Creed's son or, or <laughs> one of them guys. And then you you know who can play Hogan's son? Who? People are going to boo me. Logan Paul. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know one of the Pauls is going to end up in a Rocky movie. I'm, I'm calling that right now. That one of the oh, Pauls, dude, they're going to put one of the Pauls say in the that? movie. Now I really want the series to end quick. <laughs> God. Maybe they'll give it the Rocky Five finish where they just fight in the street and like yeah. he knocks out Logan Paul in the middle of like the mall or and something. And the fact that the series has to end on a bad movie again. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh tremendous. shit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Um uh, and the, uh, so I've seen a couple of movies I'll talk about really quick. Uh nice. so I've I've had internet problems for the past two weeks. So I've kind of lived like a pilgrim and took out the DVD box. It's those fucking grizzly bears you guys got up there. They're knocking down the <laughs> cell phone towers. They're chewing the wires. But uh, I saw Bullet. Uh, I've had Bullet in my collection for a while. What's Bullet? What's uh, not what it's about, but what, what is it? What's Bullet? Okay, Bullet is a movie with Mickey Rourke and Tupac Shakur. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So in this movie, I'll give you the quick synopsis rundown. Mickey Rourke is a heroin addict who got locked up for eight years. And he did some BS when he did get locked up. So the movie starts with him coming out and his brother and his friend pick him up. <clears throat> and turns out Tupac is the guy. BS. Tupac is the guy that he wronged before he went in. So Tupac is on this thing. Tupac is like the antagonist, uh, even though they're both really pieces of shit. But he's on this thing where it's like he, he hears hit that he's out of jail. He just wants to fucking kill this guy now because of what he did. I think he he stabbed Tupac in the eye and Tupac lost the use of his eye because he has a tu- uh, an eye patch in the whole movie or whatever. So it's this whole, like, it's definitely a product of its time. Like, some of the, the scenes that, that you see, it's like, oh, they're shooting heroin. Like, a lot, like, I, I got scenes similar to, like, Blow and stuff. Like, he's shooting heroin up his arm. Oh, they're on it. They're in a car. Everything's tripping out or whatever. Like, they're using language that you wouldn't really hear again. Or, you know, oh, my God. And so it's like... There, there's a scene right in the beginning where he makes these two guys undress on a rooftop just to have his way with them because like prison made him a homosexual. Like it, it's ridiculous. Like that it, is ridiculous. It's, it's very. Uh, I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility, but what I'm saying is that was in the first five minutes, and I didn't know what to expect for the rest of the movie. I was like, what the fuck? So Mickey Rourke, eh? Mickey Rourke, dude, and he did a great job. Great, great role. Uh, great jo- job portraying the role that he was told to, to do. But that movie's like a 6 out of 10. I don't really recommend it. I realistically, I only watched it because... It just I, didn't hold up? It didn't hold up, and it's like... You were saw everything a mile away? Yeah, but it's also like a, a lot of the time I'm just kind of waiting for stuff to happen. I'm like, okay, they're talking in the kitchen. What's this really about? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What's, yeah. The, uh, what's the chemistry between Pac and Rourke? They're actually really good because apparently... Even though there were enemies in the movie, around this time, Tupac and Mickey Rourke were close. And he and Tupac was actually giving him, like, advice about his uh, Mickey Rourke's marriage that was going to shit. Like, they were yeah. pretty close. But in the movie, they hate each other. <laughs> but uh, Yeah. 
I like Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke's cool, man. Mickey Rourke's underrated. Uh, so yeah, Bullet, I don't know. If you're a Tupac fan, I checked it out solely because I'm a Tupac fan. So I wanted to see what kind of stuff he did. And uh, yeah, this was this was all right. I follow Mickey Rourke on... Uh, sorry, Pac, you wanted to say one more thing about that No, I was that just going to say about the other one, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay, I was going to say, I follow Mickey Rourke on Instagram, and he's just like a just like a wacky, like, hippie-ish dude, you know, like he's got... But he means well, you know, like he loves animals, right. but he's always like, you know... He's a troubled um, dude. Yeah, he battles his demons, like I think just like a lot of people, just like I do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of people. But he's come a long way, and at one point, you know, he was kind of getting a little bit lost. You know, like people yeah. didn't, you know, people were a little bit concerned about him. Um, but yeah, no, that that's interesting. Yeah, Mickey Rourke and Pac would get along because just because even Pac was like a, a spiritual guy, right? He very o- much open to like discussing, there's, yeah, there's parallels things and the theories, yeah. and you know, wasn't all about talking about money and. Right, shit like that and taking over the game. There was that part of it, but it was more about, okay, how can I help this person or what, how do I, you know, be feeling outraged about this or that. Kind of yeah. like today, like kind of people are getting pissed off about the way shit's going. Yeah. With yeah. certain things. So you see a lot more people just being passionate. So yeah, it's cool. Six out of 10 for, uh, <laughs> for Bullet. Yeah. And uh, the other one I saw was The Departed. Never oh, saw The God. Departed. What a treat you were in for. That was a great movie. Damn. Uh, Jack Nicholson is a fucking intimidating ass guy. <laughs> and right. uh, yeah, man, just a lot of star power in that movie. You got a Leonardo DiCaprio, you got a Matt Damon, you got a Martin Sheen, you got a Mark Wahlberg, a Jack Nicholson, um, maybe a couple of other, other smaller roles that I'm forgetting right now, but like it was pretty star studded. And it was just a really cool premise of having a snitch in both groups. Like one in the cops and one in the gangs. It was like, what the hell? And you're just waiting for this thing to like implode. And the ending, like the last act of the movie was just fucking one thing after another. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I can't predict mm-hmm. any of this anymore. Um, but really like great fucking movie. I, that was actually part of my recent uh, uh, Value Village haul that I got about all those Blu-rays. I just bought the Departed because nice. yeah, I yeah. thought it was good. So now I I, I own a great movie. So I'm I got to watch that again. I think I've seen that one. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. But I can't remember it that well. Right, yeah. So I got to see it. There's another good one I'll recommend to you. It's called uh, Mystic River. Okay. With uh, Sean Penn. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, I believe somebody wrongs one of Sean Penn's family members. Mm-hmm. Like they live in a small town. Sorry, I should set oh, the okay, stage. Okay. <laughs> they they live in a small town. And um, Sean Penn, I believe, is like a character that kind of like, I think he's like a criminal, but he operates on the gray side. So he's not like an openly bad person. Right. But he does like bad shit, like a mafiosi sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody wrongs or kills off one of Penn's friends or daughter, even something like that. Something like that. And it's a small town. And basically the cops come to Penn and they're like, don't even think, don't even think about it. There's a reason we got lost. It's one of them things. Yeah, yeah. And so Penn comes up with a plan. He tells the cops, like, don't you don't worry. I you lost the lie. Let you boys do the, your job. But meanwhile, the streets has got to do what the streets has got to do. Right. And the whole time, it's it's crazy. Oh shit. And so it's about cool. like it's about Penn like fighting these demons to like not take action himself. Ah. Uh-huh. But the cops are like, don't do it. He goes, no, nothing to worry about. But he's got his, his own gang. I got to rewatch it. I have it, but I recommend that. it. Uh, 
<laughs> it's 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 really it's really crazy. I'll put that on the list for sure. Mystic River. Mystic River. All right. That'll do it for movies. Uh, let's talk about the movies. game flow. The game flow. Uh, Shit. So, you know, earlier we were talking about how things are getting remade and then, you know, <laughs> like they we're about to talk about That's it again. That's crazy. Although, uh, <laughs> although, to be fair with this next one. These are, okay, these next two are fair things to be remade. This is where I don't. Especially the first one. Especially the first one. In yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. That definitely. So Konami uh, the other day had a presentation and they just said, hey, we're just going to shit out a bunch of Silent Hill stuff on you. Um, they announced like a new movie. They announced a new a new game, uh, two new games. They also announced this weird ass like thing that's being described as an interactive video streaming thing like experience. And it's like a multiplayer game, but like you input what is going to happen next. It's a very... Uh, it's it's ambitious. I'll say that. I don't think it's going to be great, but it's ambitious. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But arguably, you know, I mean, not arguably. The biggest thing to come out of this was uh, Silent Hill 2 is being remade. And um, it's going to be remade by Bloober Team. Never heard of them, to be honest with you. But Silent Hill 2 is widely regarded as the best Silent Hill. I, for one, have never played any Silent Hill games. I'm not really familiar with the series besides the fact that it's Konami and it's a scary game. Uh, Chris, are you? How are you with the Silent Hill series? Have you played them? I didn't play the first one, but and I'm always like, if you didn't play, just say you didn't play. No, no, no. But there is a but. <laughs> I sat with my cousin Mike the entire time while he played through it, and he would get stuck, so I would be on the computer behind them. <laughs> like this is like in 2001, dude. This is like a million years wow, ago. I was six. So it's not like today. <laughs> People are like, well, just pull it up on your phone. Duh. Um, I'd be like looking at, and they were all written like on fucking, like today, like in text yeah. documents. <laughs> so you'd be like, eye straining. We're running high on like uh, like potato chips, pizza, and fucking like Mountain Dews, you know? Oh, man. Uh, and we were of age to drink, but like we were good kids, like 17, well, 17 is not age to drink, but you could you if I had a couple of pops at home at 17, my parents wouldn't say much of anything, you know, but I wasn't really a drinker. Uh, so there we were like probably eating pizza, Gatorades and shit till like three, four in the morning, eyes bloodshot just from like looking at this white fucking screen. Yeah. And uh, we try to play, we try to go through the game with the lights off for the most part, but I'll be honest, I'm not even afraid to admit this here right now. There were times in that game where we turned the light on. We're like, okay, turn the fucking light. <laughs> oh, this is shit. crazy. Oh, because, man. Because it's literally, and it, this has been done in many games since, but for the time it was so fucking cool. I'd never seen a game where like you can walk into a room and as you're walking through it, like the walls are changing, like the walls are turning to like bloody or or you'll walk into a room and it's like a normal building. Yeah. But then you turn around and everything behind you, it's like from the past. It's some crazy it's just shit. Different. Right? Yeah, I've played some shit like that. <laughs> it's yeah, so to see that I like, trip me out. So no, I haven't played the 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 Silent Hill, but I watched my cousin Mike play it, so I get it. it there's some it's really, really scary. But what's what's scary about that game, it's not the oh my god, it has got an amazing mod. It's not Resident Evil scary. Mm. It's more like the music, the tempo, the eeriness about everything. There's this fog around Silent Hill that is just if you've ever been, if you've ever driven in like scary fog, have you had a chance to drive in in scary fog where you're like, 
you know oh you're like perched you're not you're not leaning back anymore you're like yeah. perched up on your steering wheel like okay i don't know if i can't even see like the tail lights or a bad storm those are that scary and that's kind of what that fog kind of reminded me of Bar- you're gonna tell me a scary fog story oh no no i was just gonna say ever since i moved to barry i've had a lot of those days like barry is full of fog it's ridiculous right. like i i in the morning eh? in the morning man especially yeah. like at night <laughs> yeah. holy fuck dude Ridiculous. i'm not i'm not a, a a geographical expert or anything like that but between where ryan lives in in vaughn and where i live in toronto even even sorry where ryan lives in barry mm-hmm. to vaughn which is like halfway to toronto just roughly yeah um there are hills there are hills Literal like on the side of the highway hills. <laughs> yeah right and i don't know what it is but maybe because there's no buildings around or anything but there will be times where you're going up to 400 or down to 400 and you have to slow down because there's all this fog like sweeping yeah. in off of those hills. Yeah. Uh, and I've been caught on it a few times. I was like, okay, I better slow down. It's crazy. Right? And I, the, the the craziest one, but I, I kind of enjoy this. It's weird. But I'll be driving and it's just like the road's fine. But the right. grass on both sides of me, I can't see shit. It's just mm-hmm. smoking. I don't It's crazy. I don't know what yeah. it is. That's cool. So yeah, but enough about me. What do you think, man? Uh, so anyway, after after Silent Hill one, never played any of the Silent Hills. I've been following along, and it's always been like it's so weird. It's kind of like I'm. I, it's like uh, it was my Gran Turismo to your uncle. You know, like fuck yeah, Gran Turismo. It's like <laughs> yeah. I was a big fan of Silent Hill, but always from a distance, never yeah. really playing any of the games. But uh, I. I I think I will check it out. I don't want to talk shit out of my ass and be like, I'm going to check it. Then I don't check it out. Yeah. But I think I might check this out. What do you think? I also think I might check it out just because I've never played one before in my life. (laughs) Right. But I'm like watching the trailer for this and it looks incredible. There's like one scene where he's walking down the street and the fog, like if the fog looked crazy back then, the fog now just looks ridiculous. (laughs) So yeah. I think I might give it a try. I might. I might mm-hmm. get it on sale. I don't think I'll pay full pop for this, but because it's, it's just not my type of game. But right, I'm very curious to be honest. And I and if I recall correctly, the story of Silent Hill One was a dad receives a letter from his deceased daughter saying to come to Silent Hill because she's there, oh. and so he decides to go to Silent Hill to go find her. That sounds familiar. But yeah, it's cool. I'm I, oh man, it was fun. It was probably one of the few and maybe the last gaming experience where I mostly just watched somebody else play through the game. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, at least for that whole game. It's not a long game either. I think we, I think we beat it in like two nights, maybe. It might have even been one night. Oh, wow. But yeah, no. And, and, and Mike was like, hey, man, anytime. Like, no, I'm good. I was just enjoying just watching him. I was like, no, you play. It With was just him, a weird yeah. thing. But I was enjoying I was enjoying watching him play it. It was so funny. Which you tell me today, it's like, nah, bitch, give me the controller. It's my <laughs> turn. You know what I mean? Fuck you. <laughs> Have you ever had an experience where you mostly just watch somebody else play a game, but you, you got just as much fun out of it? Uh, Yes, but... Like, I know I have. I just can't think of the game right now. But I know that when I was younger. like <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, like watching your asshole cut. Not your asshole particularly, but no, like the definitely, stereotypical definitely asshole, my asshole cousin, cousin. doesn't give you the control. No, definitely my asshole cousin, especially now. Uh, <laughs> he give you, like, one turn for, like, eight of his? No, like, like you know what? Growing up, I, like, I have a lot of cousins. And I was considered the youngest cousin at one point. Oh, you had a lot of heat. I had a lot of, like, 
I want to hang out with you guys, but you guys won't fucking let me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you guys are doing some bullshit. So That's there was like, there, like for example, if they're playing Grand Theft Auto, I can be in the room, I could watch what's happening, but God forbid I fucking do it myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, get out of here. So I've, I've had, I have had, I know I've had a, like an instance where I've seen a whole game being played. But and I was never like either allowed to touch it or I, whatever. I just didn't want to. But I just can't remember the, the damn game. But I know exactly what you mean. It's like it is like kind of an experience doing it with somebody. It's like you know I just kind of want to see <laughs> what this is and where this goes. Yeah, I'm cool on playing it. Yeah, no, I get it. So uh, let me like ask a small question: Is Konami back, man? Like, are they like back in video games? Like, this is pretty crazy. I feel like they're throwing a lot at the wall to see what sticks, right? Mm, yeah. And I think they've, at the very least, I think we can both agree that they're realizing that, that they're sitting on these IPs that are machines to make money, you dumb fucks, right? Yeah. And, okay, maybe it's a, they were a little bit slow to pick up on it. Hell, we had, um, uh, who was it? Uh, nobody wants to play Grand Theft, nobody wants to play old games today. Jim Ryan, was it Jim Ryan that said <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, Jim Ryan. Okay, so like, no, 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 and I say that, I'm not even defending him, fuck him for saying that. But what I'm saying is I'm not saying it in this vein. What I'm saying is if Jim Ryan can say that and he's in the business, what I'm saying is um, it's very possible to believe that other companies are also slowly adapting because maybe their philosophies were old school or outdated. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's okay to change. I mean, me personally, uh, you know, I was always, for example... uh, all physical copy, no digital, you know, and that's changed a little bit. Right. Yeah. Although it's kind of changing back a little bit too, because what did I tell you? And we're seeing a little bit of it. We're going to start to see digital games get canceled or eliminated or parts edited out because it offends this or that or breaks that code or that code, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, a physical copy is going to be discontinued because it's got a certain scene that got banned. Okay. So that's gone, right? Yeah. I mean, even if you own it, even if you buy the IP digitally that was delivered a certain way, it's insane that you just have the right to one serial code or one UPC code of that game. And if that maker of that game decides to change the contents of that IP, they have every right to. They can, yeah. That's insane. So, uh, yeah, I'll just say, uh, you know... um, you know, it's okay to change your philosophy. And I think Konami, circling back, um, I think they realized that, holy shit, we can make some money. Um, but we'll see. You know, I feel like they're just throwing a, a lot of things at the wall to see what sticks. But fuck me if they're finally going with Silent Hill. You know what I mean? Like, people have been asking for that sequel or something for a while. Yeah. I really want them to touch Castlevania again. I would love that. Like... Mm-hmm. Like even metal, like Metal Gear, obviously, like that's a big one for people. But like, I'd, I'd honestly want a new Castlevania because it's like, yo, Metal Gear. I'm, pl- it's probably because I'm playing them now. But it's like, unless you just remake the first one, I wouldn't even like touch that series yet. Just go, right. go back to Cat. You're doing Silent Hill, which is the one, probably the most important one in a way. But go to Castlevania next. Drop in New Castlevania and see how that does. You guys have nothing to fucking lose. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, exactly. God damn it. When does that movie drop? March? What movie? <laughs> what are you talking Silent about? Hill? Oh, I, I have no idea. I don't think anything's really uh, 
hardcore dated yet. Right. Yeah. All right, let's go on to the other spooky game that's being remade. Resident Evil 4 got a, uh, a presentation. Five minutes long, we got to see the gameplay of it. Okay, I'm not going to lie, this looks way better than I thought it would. Like, straight mm-hmm. up, right from the back. Very good. It looks so good. Uh, I honestly just kept picturing the original game just kind of like with spruced up graphics. But the thing is, once I actually saw the spruced up graphics, I'm like, okay, <laughs> this looks really, yeah. really good. Like, the fog effects, the dark, like, the lighting, like, oh, man, it actually looks pretty fantastic. And, you know, maybe we're a little hypocritical, but, like, what, an hour ago or whatever, we were talking about how we're not going to play, why would we play a game if it's going to be remade in, like, a couple years? Well, I'm probably never going to play the original again because I can just play this one. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, their bullshit yeah. works. So, yeah. Even you, though the, uh, sorry, the original's got just... A lot of iconic shit, right? It's got it's nostalgia, yeah. It's nostalgia. It's like hor- horrible, horrible voice acting. <laughs> eh, cabrón! <laughs> yeah. And the girl, Leon! Yeah. Oh, no, that's and the, the guy part. that sells you, the guy that sells you the uh, the goods. Oh, my God. What are you buying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just the best. And I only played that game like three, four years ago, like right before the pandemic. Um, La pandemia. So, um, to me, it's still fresh, but I will still fuck with it. Because that game is literally like 15 years old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or even older. I don't know what it is. But um, so I'm definitely excited to play that one uh, when it comes out. I know I will not be checking out any of the demos or anything like that because it's just as fucking confusing as last time. Like you can play between like <laughs> the 14 and the 15, uh, between this time and when, when the sun's at a certain fucking direction. You yeah, can download why do they it. Do Fuck that? off. Um, no. So I'll probably wait for it to come out. Now, that one's coming out quarter one next year, right? That's in March, yeah. Dang. Okay. Yeah, it's coming quick. Is that a day one for you? Maybe. We'll see how it does. <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. No, no, not even that. I think it, I think it, I think it'll be solid. Because you know what it is, dude? I think they figured it out with, like, Village. I think they kind of understand the kind of Resident Evil. What it should be or whatever. Right, yeah. right. So... I know it sounds crazy, but I would not. It would not surprise me if they went right back to Resident Evil One and eventually started remaking them again before long, right? They're gonna remake the remake. <laughs> yeah, remake the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it gets really confusing. Which remake are you talking about? The one from right. 2002? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All right, on to stuff we've played. I don't think you've played anything, right? No, I'm still playing uh, Batman uh, Dark Knight. No, Arkham. Or uh, Arkham. Arkham uh, which one am I playing? Arkham Knight, yeah. No, Arkham Arkham City. <laughs> exactly, Arkham Jesus City. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, the second one. I'm getting it now. I'm I'm, I'm uh, making my way a little bit uh, through it a little bit quicker. Good. It's just, I, I think what I did was I raced through like, the first hour of the game when I should have just been taking my time and learning all the gadgets. Yeah, definitely. So at one point, I'm like, how the fuck do I do this? And it's like, oh, I have to shoot the uh, remote-controlled battering so the bastard can fly over the fence and touch right. the button or whatever, right? Touch the button, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully there's not too much more of that shit because I did not have fun with that. But uh, rest of the game is pretty good. I it's like only that. a handful of times. That it just reminds me of that fucking helicopter from Grand Theft Auto. You know that God, little yellow everyone one. Everyone has problems with that. I don't, I don't understand why I have no problem with that. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I will say unless you take on like the optional Riddler missions, you're only going to see that mechanic a handful of times. But the Riddler missions, that remote control battering shit is everywhere. My gosh. Wow. Yeah, it's not it's not great. Okay. Uh okay, so since the last time we've spoken and this time we've spoken, I beat a couple games and I'm playing a couple games. 
I'm not going to spend too much time on this. <clears throat> I finally went back to beat Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. That was a nice. short, that was a short ass game anyway, <laughs> but yeah. I never beat it. So I went back. Look, if you like Ninja Turtles and like arcade games and classic ass, like just the way it is, like the way it looks, the music, it's just super fun. It's a really fun game. I it's hate a really all that fun stuff. Time. All right. So that's why you stop playing. <laughs> How, uh, so, um, did you tell me that you enjoyed playing it online or you just mostly played it offline? I played it offline until I just couldn't get past the level. So I was like, you know what? This would be the perfect time to try online. Yeah. And then if you try online, the game is just not a challenge. So right. it's like, because people just spam their taunts and do their specials over and over and over again. Oh, okay. There was a point where I had a full party. Like I had all six slots filled and everyone was all over the place beating the shit out of everything. I don't even think I did anything. And I was just... Oh, that's kind of boring. I don't it's, like it's that. It's not good. It's not. Like, yeah. I think if you did online respectively, like, if someone was like, okay, we're not going to, like, cheese the specials or whatever, and yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. you just get one or two other people, like, yeah. that's that's probably cool. But once that yeah. happens, it's like, yo, this is chaos, and I don't even know what It's hard, especially with, like, the prizes, like, when they hand out the pizza and stuff. Yeah. No one's going to be like, go ahead and take it, man. Motherfucker's, like, Duh. gone. First come, first serve, bitch. And it's like, there's no logic to it. It'll be like the guy with a full energy bar will grab it, and it's like... Yeah, <laughs> you know your team member's like almost dead, yeah. but fuck him, right? You know what oh, I mean? Like fuck. that's that's amazing that you say that because that kept happening to me. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, it was a good game though. I liked it. It got pretty tough at the end, but I think it's uh, it's cool. I might go yeah, back I, and play as uh, Casey because you unlock Casey Jones when you beat it. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I haven't played. I haven't finished it rather, mm. but I did get stuck a couple times where I had to replay it. I haven't had to go online yet, but uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some sticky parts for sure. Yeah. I mm-hmm. will say out of all the Ninja Turtles games I've played, this is my favorite one. I think it's, cool. I think okay. it's great. Yeah. Okay, after that, I beat Metal Gear Solid 4. That was an experience, let me tell you. Holy shit. That was a perfect ribbon to the end of the series, story-wise. Um, I really liked everything about it. Honestly, I don't have any really any complaints. Maybe the controls were a bit clunky at times, but honestly, it was just so epic. There were so many cool moments in that game. A few takeaways that, that were my favorite. When you got into Metal Gear Rex and you fought Metal Gear Ray, oh my god, that was oh, like, yeah. that was just awesome. Uh yeah. you know, the last fight with Liquid on the on the tower thing. A lot of iconic moments. My favorite part about it is that they literally attempted to string everything together. They tried to make sense of this whole goddamn thing. <laughs> and right. I think for the most part they did okay. Um you could really look into it and maybe find some plot holes, but I think overall it was it was great. I think in terms of story, this is probably the, this is definitely the most heavy handed Metal Gear. Like it's it just exposition after exposition. You feel like you're watching a damn movie. Wow. Um, but I think story wise, if you're into the like story stuff, this was probably the best game for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll leave it at that. I really liked it. It's not my favorite. Although it was when I beat it, I was like, this is, this is incredible. But then after I sat on it, I was like, nah, I think I still like Snake Eater better. Um, right. So I still say Snake Eater is the best because I'll get I actually get I'll get into why. Uh, after that, I beat the first part of Metal Gear Solid Five, the Ground Zeroes thing. Right. That's literally a couple hours. You could extend those couple hours to like maybe five or six hours because there's like extra stuff. But the main thing you're gonna do is like an hour actually, like an hour and a half tops. It's, it's one mission that you're just learning the controls. 
And then you just kind of, the replay value is how fast can you do it? Can you do it without getting spotted? Can you do it like in these temperatures? Can you do it like, it is what it is. It, it, it was a demo. It was a $30 demo. Um, but I really liked it. Obviously, graphically, it's incredible. It's the best looking one, obviously. Kiefer Sutherland as Snake. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't hate it. I, I, I don't hate it at all. Part of me actually likes it. But, like, another part of me is, like, I feel like I'm playing something else. <laughs> I feel like the, without David Hayter, man, it's just not Snake to me. Yeah. You know? The only thing I could, I'm trying to convince myself is this is Big Boss when he's, like, 49 years old or whatever. That's why his voice changed. And that's, like, the kind of thing I'm trying to cling on to. Um, but realistically, I, I do miss David Hayter. Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland does a respectable job, but like, man, when you play, especially when, like me, I've played them back to back to back to back, and I just keep hearing David Hayter's voice. It's like, yo, it's hard to to just randomly see Snake, and he sounds like someone completely different, you know? Um, Kiefer Sutherland was a Kojima call, right? Yeah. Uh, man, dude, I actually went into the, all that because I was so interested into why this happened. Mm-hmm. Like, David Hayter had to keep re-auditioning for the role since, like, Snake Eater. Right. Like, apparently, Kojima wanted him out for a while, and he finally did, and then he got Kiefer Sutherland. Because Kojima's all about the movies and the big names and the Hollywood. Like, he wants these mm. big names attached to his stuff, and I get that. But you took, you took away David Hayter at a time where it's like, yo, he's already too iconic. Like, his voice is too iconic with that character to change right. it at that point. Yeah. And obviously, like, there was a bunch of other shit. Ko Kojima and Konami had all their beefs and stuff. That that was also a factor into this. But, like, yeah, not a great way to end the series, but it is what it is. I think, but here, I'll say this. As a game, like, gameplay-wise, this is the best Metal Gear in the series. It controls, like, a dream. Ground it's, Zeroes? Uh, five in general. Ground Zeroes oh, okay. and Phantom Pain. It's yeah, it's so fun. It is incredible. Um, cool. So, uh, yeah, whatever. i got to play that, that one. Yeah, you, you should. And then uh, I started The Phantom Pain. The Phantom Pain is going to be one of those games where I'm going to play it for a while because I'm... Like, right now, I haven't played it in about a week simply because I'm very hung up on doing everything. Like, I want to do all these side quests to get all the extra stuff. And that takes a lot of time. And it's very re re repetitive. Like, you're essentially doing the same thing. It's either rescue a prisoner or take everyone out or whatever. It's one of those things. So it's like... Unless I do a story mission where it advances the plot and it gets me interested, I'm kind of right. just doing the same thing. I'm grinding. But here's the thing. Story-wise, it's the worst game in the series. Mm. <laughs> so I'm not a fan of this premise at all. Whatever happens, yeah, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. No, no, don't do it. But I spoiled it for myself because I was so confused at some point that I was like, I need to know what the hell this is going on. And then I ran into some BS that spoiled it for me. Oh, shit. That's the worst. Yeah, so I know it's coming, but it's like... Oh my god! Like what a fuck up! <laughs> I, yeah. I I don't like this. Do you know about it? No, no. Okay, don't so I'm, I'm not gonna ruin it. You're gonna find out yourself. But yeah, once I actually found out what was happening, I was like, this is giving me some weird emotions. I don't wow. know how to feel about it. Yeah, like part of me wants to like it. The other part of me is like, what a waste of my fucking time this is gonna be. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I'm playing that right now. The Phantom Pain. Gameplay wise, best in the series. Story wise, worst in the series. Take your pick. Wow, I like it. The reason why Snake Eater is my favorite, by the way, is because I think it does everything the best. I, I like overall. I think if you split it, it's like the overall best game to me. It's a good mix of everything. So, 
I'm going to stand on that. And a badass theme song. Oh, I fucking love that song. Good song. That song song is great. The camouflage system, the food system, it's all done really well. I'm not a fan of the healing system. (laughs) Right. That's really annoying, but whatever. Besides that, it's fine. Uh, Oh, yeah. So just uh, I'm playing the last Metal Gear game I'll probably ever play unless I just replay something else. So it's exciting. It's a bittersweet. And yeah. All right. Pickups. I haven't... I haven't bought anything. It's hard out here for a pimp. What about you? No, nothing, nothing, nothing. All right. Although uh, I did download the new uh, the PlayStation Plus games. There were some. Uh, there's some good ones this month. You know what's fucked up? Last month I forgot to pick up the games. Oh really? What were they again? I forgot. Maybe I. Forgot. Uh, one of the Need for Speeds. I did forget. Yeah, I didn't get Need I for forget, Speed. I heat. forget the other two. But this month it's like Hot Wheels. And a couple other ones. I'm so they released Need here. for Speed again. <laughs> Hot right. Wheels. Oh shit! I should probably get look into that too. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. So the other. Yeah. So it was last month. I forgot to uh, to pick him up, which is kind of fucked up. But uh, yeah. Shit. Oh well. Yeah. Hot Wheels Unleashed, super hot, and Injustice Two. Oh, Injustice Two is great. Injustice Two has Michael Myers, right? Uh, or Jason. Uh, n- no, you're thinking of Mortal Kombat XL and Eleven. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's some badass in Injustice Two. Well, there's several badasses, I guess. But no, Injustice Two is like simply. Oh no, Injustice Two had the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah it had yeah. the Ninja Turtles. Damn, I knew it had crazy. some gimmick that I was like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" Yeah, that's but anyway, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. No. Anyways, yeah, I guess that'll do it for. Let's Cafe get on out of here. Let's number. get on out of here. 53. Chris, uh, give us give us the plugs and what's been out. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, we'll be back next week with another cafe. Uh, we'll probably be doing another Fresh Prince shortly. Mm-hmm. And uh, last wrestling podcast. I'm working on uh, something. I always like to say something sweet before bed. It will <laughs> be a, a sort of... Uh, I don't, I don't want to ruin it. All right. Actually, fuck it. I'll say it. it's going to be sort of like a a spooky edition of uh, of the show, Ooh. Um, of of the rest of the last wrestling podcast. We'll be taking a look at that. Um, yeah, a couple stories to follow, but it'll have sort of like a Halloween sort of of a, of a spooky theme to it. Um, so we'll have that. And I think that's it. Other than that, we just want to plug our socials. You can go onto Podcast Fresh on Instagram. That's where you can check out the Creed 3 uh, trailers up there. Um, also, it's a good way to just keep track of all the shows that come out. As they come out, you'll get the uh, notification uh, through the story. And then you can download through the link in the app. Or if you're already subscribed, you're subscribed. Um, and I think that's it. Facebook, YouTube, um, at Podcast Fresh. And then on Twitter, Podcast Fresh T.O. And then you can email us at podcastfresh2020 at gmail.com. Very nice. I will plug my Gameflow podcast episode number nine, where I talk about the crazy thing that happened last week with that voice actress from Bayonetta. That was, oh, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. That's still breaking. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I, try, I attempt to break that down as best I can. And uh, I got a new song coming out November 1st. Nice. It's, uh, it's a beaut. Be, be sure to look out for that one. 
All right, guys. Thank you guys for downloading this episode. Uh, we appreciate everybody that does. And if you don't, tell a friend to do that. I don't know what I'm saying now. I'm just going to say goodbye. Have a good night. Stay safe. Peace out. <laughs> tell a friend. What a, what a neo-Nazi. Podcast Fresh.